I'm so happy you're here today listening to the Successful Hairstylist podcast. I'm Ren Lopa, the CEO and founder of Wolf and Rabbit Inc. Salon Marketing, and I'm obsessed with helping hairstylists book luxury clients in just 30 minutes a day. My students have been able to double their sales in only 30 days. And so instead of worrying about their next paycheck, they're focusing now on raising their prices and scaling to that 10K month level. You, my friend, can have that too. Today's training is all about boundaries. And we often talk about this when it comes to, you know, setting up our policies, our cancellation policies, deposits, you know, staying strong with our pricing. But there are also two other categories of boundaries that I think are equally important to talk about, and that's physical boundaries and emotional boundaries. We need to be protecting ourselves from burnout and from the possibility of losing our passion. In this training, I share four ways to better communicate and better implement your boundaries as a business owner. I think that these are going to surprise you and also be a breath of fresh air. You know, sometimes we're creating boundaries from a fear place. And when we're there, we can communicate harshly, um, maybe kind of overdoing it in the, in the bad way instead of coming to the table with kindness, compassion, and empathy for our clients and seeing them as like co-creators of this experience and like we're on the same team. I also want to point out that if you do keep attracting people that aren't the best fit for you, this could be a sign that your messaging and your marketing actually needs to be tweaked. Like something just might not be landing right. So if that's you, I want you to DM the word method to me on Instagram at Renlopa official so that I can kind of like audit what's going on and then help you understand what you can do differently to attract the right kind of clients. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. I'm so excited for you to hear what we put together. We are diving into something super juicy this week. We're talking about boundaries. If you're not in my free Successful Hairstylist Facebook group yet, I highly recommend you jump in there. We talk, like we start a lot of great conversations in there. And what I love about it is that it's not about me teaching. It's really about you guys coming together as a community, sharing what's working for you, sharing you know, maybe what you're struggling with and supporting each other is awesome. So in the group this week, we were talking about boundaries and I felt like it's something that everybody had a very strong like reaction to and a very strong point of view around. And so I wanted to do one of these live trainings all about boundaries because I think that there are some things that we get right and some things that of course we get wrong when it comes to setting boundaries in our business and setting boundaries for our own emotional health so that we're not burning out, right? Like at the end of the day, the reason we start setting boundaries is to protect ourselves, protect our heart, protect our passion, protect our finances. So what I'm going to do is first, I'm gonna kind of talk about all the different boundaries that we kind of set with our policies within our business. Then I'm going to give you guys some tips. So I really want to share with you 
how we can make it easier on ourselves. You know, we all get that feeling of like hand shaking, right? Like, oh my gosh, I have to enforce a boundary. I have to remind my clients of a boundary that I set. I have to actually follow through on what I said I was going to do and it's scary. So I really want to support you in knowing how to communicate maybe a little bit better so that when these situations arise, you can greet them with confidence, compassion, kindness, and still stay firm in your boundaries. Because I know that none of you are here to kick people away or be too rigid. I think you're just here to protect yourself and also preserve the great relationships that you build with your clients. Okay, cool, I see Dallas is in the house, Sacramento, awesome. I believe some from Tampa's here, hello, I'm in Tampa. Okay, Stacy says, right, and that nervous feeling affects the treatments I'm doing that day. Yes, for sure, and once we get into that vibe, it's like, it can really impact not only our time with that client, but the next client, right? And we can be thinking about it that night and wondering, did I handle that right? Oh my goodness, and then letting it affect our personal life too. So I think that this will really help. So let's talk about boundaries. Um, from my perspective, there's really three kinds of boundaries that we set with our policies and then with our behavior behind the chair or in the treatment room. And those are gonna be emotional, physical, and then financial. So examples of emotional boundaries is something that we were talking about in our group this week. So um, Lewis was talking about how, you know, zero attitudes and kind of zero negative conversations, right? So an emotional boundary is going to be redirecting conversations to other topics. If they're getting too deep, if they're getting too stressful, maybe it's topics that are making you uncomfortable. So how we redirect conversations so that they meet us at our comfort level emotionally. And then another example of an emotional boundary is kind of choosing how personal or how not personal we want to show up in our business. And the thing about these is that, and really boundaries in general, is that there really isn't a right and wrong when it comes to boundaries, right? Like it's going to kind of vary for each person. And so especially on that emotional level, some people are an open book. They're okay with going there with everybody. They are super successful doing that. And then other people are a little bit more private, a little bit more reserved, and they don't feel like digging out that emotional labor with every single client throughout the day. That's not what they're interested in. So emotional boundaries would sound like that. So physical boundaries are kind of more, physical and financial are more what we think about when or what first pops into my head specifically when I think about boundaries behind the chair, right? And that is physical, like having set times with our schedule, right? Like, no, Susan, I won't come in late for you or I won't come in early for you or no, I can't stay two hours late and do that. It's also going to be having set times where you're replying to messages, where you're um, working on your business. So allowing yourself to not show up at all times for every message that comes in. Understand that there aren't like endless emergencies, right? Clients are probably just texting you when it's convenient for them. That doesn't always warrant a response. So having those physical boundaries is about protecting your time and your space. 
And then the financial boundaries are going to be when it comes to Okay, when it comes to deposits, cancellation fees, and then of course our prices. So my prices are set in stone, they cannot be haggled, right? We can go a different route, which would affect the budget, but as far as like my prices, they are what they are. Um, if you cancel within 24 hours, there's a cancellation fee, and then of course, I require deposits when you make an appointment. So those are gonna be those financial boundaries. And I think that for many of you, I would say for all of you here, you most likely have set boundaries in at least one of those three areas, if not all of them. And so again, we're setting boundaries because we are trying to protect our craft and our passion for our career. Because what happens when we don't have boundaries at all? we get super burnt out. Um, we also start really resenting our clients. Like, have you ever, you know, have you ever gotten frustrated at your clients even when they're doing normal things because you've kind of let them get away with a lot and now you've had your last straw, right? It's like a classic thing. Um, Hair by Pam is saying even when they are sick. So my perspective, Pam, is that I'm not for cancellation fees or for deposits or against them. So I don't really have an opinion either way. I would say approach it with, like you know your business and your clients better than anyone. So possibly it could be a case by case basis, right? Like, well, Julia never cancels or she's never late or she always respects my time and she's sick, so of course I'm gonna let it slide this time, right? So I think every situation kind of requires a level of compassion and empathy, um, but also there might be situations where you're kind of, you need that in place so that you can enforce it and you can make sure that things stay in line. You're not getting run over by your clients and things like that. So I hope that that helps, Pam. Let me know in the comments if that was clear. Okay, cool. So again, you need to really choose what it is for you. I wish that I could sit here and say, definitely do this, definitely don't do this, this is right, this is wrong. But like I said at the top of this training, the thing about boundaries and establishing policies on those boundaries in our business is that there isn't necessarily a right and a wrong. There isn't necessarily a black and a white. It's very circumstance-based and based on your individual like struggles that you're having with your current clientele, your goals and desires, and just your comfort level. We all have high and low tolerance for different things. And so this is going to look different. So having said that, I think it's important to understand and take a step back from the client's perspective because we all have different tolerance levels, you know, some of us like to go deep with our clients, some of us don't, some of us do have a cancellation policy, some of us don't. I think the important thing to understand is from the client's perspective, if we take a step back, is they're not just gonna know, okay? So one of the most important things that I would love for you to walk away with today is the empowerment to clearly communicate your boundaries and your policies and then be able to communicate them in a way that not only feels good for you, but feels really good for your client. Because at the end of the day, you're not doing this just for you. You're doing it as protection 
for them too, for the environment, for the relationship, for the long-term benefit of their hair, right? If they keep extending out their appointments, not showing up, not showing up, their hair is going to be overgrown. Now it's a color correction. That's extra damage. It, like, it, it's for their benefit too. So we have to know that our clients are not mind readers around these situations. And we might think, oh, this is common knowledge, right? Like, oh, of course you don't cancel on me beforehand. Or of course you don't show up late. Of course you don't do this. So to us, we might think this is like so silly. Like how could somebody not know that? But people are not mind readers. And everyone holds different values, experiences, and comfort levels. And so we have to approach that with a lot of respect and a lot of care, okay? And I want us to I want to really like talk about how our tone and the words that we choose to communicate these things can really affect the reactions that we get. So if our desire and I know this is your desire, okay? If our desire is when I roll out this new policy, people are gonna be super re receptive, they're gonna be understanding, they're going to be excited to follow through on it. If we are wanting that, if that is our goal, then showing up super harsh and demeaning and assuming nobody's gonna listen to us is not gonna get us that result. So we really have to be careful with how we communicate some of these boundaries. And this is true, you guys, not just in business, right? This is true in our marriages. Marriages are all about effective communication. <laughs> um, our friendships, our relationships with our family. So this is something that will pour over everywhere. And chances are, if you're struggling with boundaries in your business, you could also just struggle by nature with boundaries in friendships and personal relationships. So I have four things that I want you to consider as you're implementing your boundaries, speaking about them and enforcing them that I think is really going to help you, okay? So the first thing is that clarity is everything. So fuzzy boundaries are a setup, it's a total setup for frustration and burnout. And the reason we set unclear or fuzzy boundaries is really because we're scared, right? We're like trying to soften the blow. So we make it a little bit vague or we kind of say it, but we don't really say it or out of nowhere, we've lost it, right? And now we're like really hammering it down, right? And which seems very unclear. It's like, whoa, what happened to her, right? They're not understanding where this is coming from. So we really need clarity. So what I like to say in terms of, you know, most things in business that are client facing, where clients, you know, ask you about, let's say pricing or even upgrades or promotions that you run, is if you can't say it really easily, like without tripping on your words, then it's probably too confusing and too complicated. So as simple as you can make it, and a simple to say sentence is important. So clarity is everything. Number two is over explaining actually leaves room for negotiation and conversation around your boundaries. So boundaries are better when it's just, no, Susan, like I can imagine you're feeling frustrated by this or you're feeling surprised because this is the first, you know, this is a new policy that I have. However, 
you know, that's how I run my business now and you've always supported me in the past. I'm sure this will be no different, right? Clear. There's no like, well, I had to do this because my sister's brother's uncle, you know, treated me badly last week and now I just really have to do this to protect myself, right? And it's even worse when we're making it all about us because they don't care, you know, like they care about you as a human, but people don't go to a business <laughs> to make the owner of the business feel comfortable. They go to a business for themselves to get their needs met, to get an amazing service, to feel good, to be pampered. So over explaining is actually hurting you. And again, we over explain because we're nervous, right? We're like, okay, I really need to explain every single thought process with this so that people can't be mad at me. They'll still like me. They won't judge me. We're trying to kind of control how the situation is going to go, but it really is hurting you. So we want to be clear. So clarity. And then we also want to stop talking almost, right? Like less words is better. The third thing that I want you to think about is how your policies, and if they're not, then might be time to like examine these, but how these policies you put in place are protecting both of you, okay? They are protecting both of you. So this isn't just about what Ren wants, Ren gets. <laughs> this is the way I run my business. It's like, no, this has a positive influence on both of us. It helps us both show up with respect. Okay, so it's good, it protects everyone. And then the last piece is really important. And this, <laughs> this is something I think we're in denial about sometimes, okay? But take a look around this week and just have a new level of awareness and I bet you'll see it everywhere. But human beings are naturally rebellious, okay? Human beings are naturally rebellious. They just are. I mean, you could look at the past two years and having, you know, what we've all gone through and even, you know, the mandates and what we all feel like we want or don't want to participate in. Like, we are naturally rebellious. We're naturally skeptical. We naturally don't like to be confined and told what we can and cannot do. For better or worse, I have no judgment around that. It just is human nature. It's like human psychology. So when we work against this and we say, you know, that that isn't the case, then when someone does ask a question or they do ask you not to enforce it for them, or they do try to push the boundaries a little bit, push the policies a little bit, we are like devastated or worse, we take it super personal, right? Oh, they don't respect me. They're, they're not a nice person. We do all this stuff instead of just understanding, whoa, okay. Anytime I put limitations out, there's going to be some kickback. So here's how I'm going to support myself in having those conversations and almost expecting it a little bit on some level. We have to do better about approaching these conversations with kindness and compassion and a little bit of empathy, right? Your clients are not out to get you. <laughs> Even the worst ones, your clients aren't out to get you. So we have to come to the table with more than you're my enemy, you're purposefully doing something mean to me and have a little more emotional maturity here and say, okay, cool. We're on the same team. 
I obviously didn't communicate clearly or they, you know, would have, they would know this. They would not feel as comfortable as they do or whatever, and then come to the table as a team. How can we resolve this issue? You know, X, Y, Z. So Stacy says, each of my clients gets a welcome email with the policies in it. Okay, awesome. So you're very clearly kind of outlining it. I've also seen that people put it on like a, like the salon that I go to locally. Whenever I make an appointment, there's a whole page that I kind of have to like check mark and then hit accept at the bottom. So it's like, yes, I saw the cancellation policy and I'm assuming the risk of my hair, like what I'm asking for. So those are great ways of doing it. Um, a way that I wouldn't necessarily recommend is blasting it all over social media. I don't think that's the best way just because especially if we're not careful and we're not clear, we could be coming off too much of like a stone cold, you know, person when really we're warm and friendly, right? And we do that as walls because we've been hurt before, but we have to like remain open and kind and then have better ways of communicating. So let's say you get your policies in place. They're clear. You have a very simple way of communicating them. You emphasize how it protects everyone. You are ready for your rebellious people to come through and kind of push you a little bit without making them wrong or making it personal. So now what I want you guys to think about is every few months, reevaluating how these boundaries are or are not working for you, okay? So the best ways you can look at this would be kind of each category, right? So at the beginning of this training, we talked about emotional, physical, and financial ways that we set boundaries in our business. So on the emotional level, I want you to ask yourself, am I, you know, now that I've set these kind of boundaries in place, am I having better interactions with my guests? Has this actually improved? Is this actually working? And this is really important to have this check-in point. You know, have I actually been working within my schedule? Um, have I actually been not answering the text when I'm not supposed to? Have I been enforcing a deposit or cancellation policy? Have I been sticking to my... Okay, I'm back. So have I been sticking to everything? And if I have, has it actually been helping? So this is important because sometimes what we do is we just set policies. We're like, this is going to make everything better. And then we don't really think about it again for better or worse, right? So we want to be in a place of, let's say every quarter, evaluating how it's going. Am I actually making more money? Um, are people canceling less? Like, how is this going? And that will help you continue to guide what you're doing. You might find you overcorrected, right? And it didn't help. It actually repelled, you know, parts of your clientele and it's, you know, hurt your business more than it's helped you. And then you can go the other way or you might be like, yes, I'm so much happier now, thank God. And then you'll know that it's working. So I hope that this is making sense to you guys and feeling good and giving you clarity around how to better show up with your boundaries. The very last piece of this is huge though, okay? Often, the reason we need boundaries is because we haven't been attracting the right clients, right? Like, the right client for you isn't going to be a struggle. 
And yes, we're all going to have clients that like push our buttons and are challenging, but I, I trust that you guys know what I mean with this, where it's like the right clients are going to naturally respect you and pay your prices without haggling and make their next appointment and follow your policies and apologize profusely when they have to reschedule and happily pay your fees and all of that. So if you're continuing to attract the wrong clients, this is really important. And it's a red flag beyond boundaries. And it's more, in my opinion, to your marketing and to your visibility in the community. So obviously, if you continue to attract and attract and attract these problem clients, let's call them, then something's not translating. Like something isn't landing in your messaging, in your outreach, in the people that are attracted to you, in your referral program, whatever it is. And so that is something important to notice and then take action on. So I love helping hairstylists and estheticians attract the right clients and know how to do that by actually focusing up on the exact things that actually move their business forward and almost hand selecting clients in a way which is really empowering. And so if you feel like you are consistently attracting the wrong clients, then I want you to message me the word method and you can send it here at Renlopa Official. Hi, Carlene, how are you? And what we're going to do is I can kind of help you get clarity on what isn't landing. If you're attracting these clients who push your boundaries or who need you to establish 20 boundaries in order to treat you right, I definitely think it's time that you have a system that puts you more in the driver's seat of getting the right clients. So with your boundaries, I hope that what you can do today is go out there, take a look at your policies, take a look at the emotional, physical, and, and financial boundaries and policies that you have in place for your business, see what's working, see what you wanna do better, and then go through those four steps to make sure you're showing up, you're communicating them in a way that builds collaboration and builds closeness and not resistance, right? It <laughs> doesn't, you know, make it a me against you. It actually calls them closer to you. And I know that this can be a great part of your business. Typically, the hardest part of setting boundaries is making the decision, announcing it, and then having to enforce it the first time. After then, it gets a lot easier and it feels a lot more natural. All right, you guys, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I will see you over in my stories and over in the group, and then I will see you next week. Hey, you. I see you working so hard. I know that you're trying all the things, and yet word of mouth continues to be the only way you're trickling in new clients. At this pace, you know it's going to be another three to five years to reach your goals. You see others out there making progress, and honestly, it seems really easy for them. You're wondering, what is missing? I want you to know this isn't your fault. Most likely you've been copying and pasting methods that have just worked for someone else instead of having a method as unique as you. It can be different though, even if programs haven't worked for you before, even if you've struggled to follow through before, even if you struggle with ADHD, depression, or anxiety, 
even if you're new to the industry or older and this whole social media world feels so foreign to you, even if you don't want to make videos. It can be different. When you know the few things you need to focus on to actually generate money in your business, everything becomes clear. In five weeks, your business can look completely different. DM the word method to me on Instagram for details. It's at Renlopa official. I'll see you there.